It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Auburn's next can't-miss transfer target? It's Larry Nixon. Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. And thank you so much to all the everydayers that make Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. And joining me as he does every single Tuesday, Charlie Five. Happy Charlie Tuesday to everyone who celebrates. He, of course, is the message board legend. Charlie Five, there's been several guys throughout this offseason that we've kind of circled through the transfer portal and said, hey, we got to land this guy. Hugh Freeze and this Auburn coaching staff, they've got to go out, do whatever it needs, make whatever pitch you need to, whether it's playing time or the fact, you know, Auburn is Auburn and Auburn sells itself, NIL, whatever it may be, they've had to go out and get him. The next guy, I think, we're at the point, and you've been a big fan of this guy before, I mean, Auburn even was probably pursuing him. Larry Nixon, the yes. linebacker from North Texas. And I think he's the next guy that Auburn fans need to circle and pay attention to because I think the staff wants him and they need to add him to the roster. You may not have to wait very long because I think he's supposed to announce today uh, we'll see. On, on a Tuesday. So I think it's down between like us and Miami and maybe a couple of other places. But I think uh, – We've, like you said, we targeted this guy. I mentioned him earlier I, in, in a couple shows, other, but it was my internet was so bad. You probably didn't catch his name fully or like my description of him. Sure. But uh, he's, a, he's a studly middle linebacker. And um, that's one of the positions that the room was very, very thin. And when you go to this type of lineup where you want different types of playmakers at linebacker, you had to start adding guys and he could be the next you know, the next piece to the puzzle. That was another position where during the spring, it never really felt like there was a solidified, like starting two or, or three, like it was always rotating in and out. So maybe they haven't a hundred percent solved that, that depth chart yet. And uh, maybe this guy who has a beautiful one-to-one uh, tackle to assisted tackle ratio, which I love as a, as a middle linebacker. I don't like pile. I don't, I don't like guys that just jump on piles. I want to see uh-huh. solo meet you in the hole and take you down linebackers, and that's what this guy is. Yeah, he's got 51 solo tackles, 54 assisted, which is um, – that, Not that, quite that, one-to-one, but it's very close. It's, I mean, <laughs> you're not going to see it much closer for middle linebackers. I mean, goodness gracious. That's uh, that's according to North Texas' stats. But 6'2", 236, a thicker linebacker, but I, I think you kind of need that with the way you're going to kind of see – a lot of these other linebackers be a little bit more athletic. And so, you know, you saw, you saw Austin keys, the old miss transfer. He seems like he's the number one linebacker in the room right now. It just, it seems like it as we kind of right. look back at a day and look back at spring practice and the number two guy, it seems like it's Wesley Steiner, I guess, because right. that's just who we saw next to keys most of the time. But Larry Nixon could come in and be that dude. He's got the experience. I mean, he's been playing college football for forever since 2018. I think he's a doctor, not by now. No, uh, 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 he's a. This is a, this will be his fifth year. Yeah, he's he got redshirted in 2018. Yeah, so I mean, he's he's been playing college football for a minute, and so I guess this would be his COVID year. So, um, you, you got to think he'd be able to pick up 
Ron Roberts's defense fairly quickly and just kind of be a, a guy that can be an upperclassman in this room that may need it. We'll certainly see how much keys and, you know, I mean, DeMario Tolan, we, I, I think DeMario Tolan's older than he actually is when we talk about the linebacker room just because he's a transfer. But, I mean, he'd bring experience to this room and, and I think um, I think it'd be a huge add and he, he's he got a chance to start if he comes, Charlie Five. We talked a lot about linebackers the way we talk about our wide receivers. I feel like we got a lot of solid, like a lot of number two guys, but we mm. may not have had that 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 guy that steps up and he's your your dude in the middle that you can always, always depend on. And I'm not saying we don't have that guy on the roster, but I just don't know that he's shown himself yet, if that if, if that makes sense. We got like a lot of two Who could be a candidate. Who could be a candidate for that? Right. So, I mean, I feel like just from the, the chatter and whatnot from, from the spring, somebody like Austin Keys is one of the newer guys yeah. that has always has been consistently named. Um, you know, could could it be a Wesley Steiner or Cam Riley? We didn't hear a ton from uh, DeMario Tolan. Robert Woodyard is somebody that sure. sort of name sort of started to blossom a little bit, and he's a big, thick guy too. Um, but it's a lot of guys where you just don't you just don't necessarily see them right now as your number one alpha middle linebacker that sets the whole tone for the whole defense. And uh, you know maybe this this Nixon guy can either either be it or push one of those guys to become become that guy. So I just think it's a perfect ad. Is there an? I mean, Larry Nixon the third just decking a dude over the middle. What else do you want for Auburn football right I now? I mean. I mean, he's he's been he's come a long way since Watergate. I'm, I'm obviously I'm kidding, but wow, uh, <laughs> how about that? <laughs> no, he's he's done. Uh, he's had a great great four years in college. Uh, I, I I like I like the name, and he's the third. That I, I, I like. I, anytime there's like the third of somebody, like third time's a charm. I mean, there's so many things you can go with there. I, I love I, a I good like, trilogy. Oh, love yeah. a good trilogy. Yeah, exactly. Larry Nixon the third just decking a dude. I'm all about it. I'm all about yeah. it. And and I, I think you could bring him in with the the you know maybe he's the one guy like maybe he's the top linebacker I don't think he will be just due to the timing and all of this and the athleticism of I mean I heard nothing but good things about Austin Keys the second half of spring I think it took him a second to get going but the second half of spring you heard that about a lot and, and Hugh Freeze talked about that during spring at one of his press conferences I think it was like week three or week four where he, they you know he said the linebacker room got better which is right. great that's that's exciting. And, and I think you saw that with Woodyard. I think you saw that with with Keys. I think you cert. I don't know how you couldn't see it with Steiner. The fact that Steiner was like in the conversation to be a starter after what we saw him do the last two seasons at Auburn, like good for him because like he's got the tools and the traits. It's just he didn't look good playing linebacker, and, and all right. of a sudden he's looking a lot better. He looks like an SEC linebacker now, which is which is great. So. If Larry Nixon can come in and play or elevate the guys around them, I think that'd be huge. So you mentioned it a second ago, Charlie Five, but Larry Nixon, I think, is the next guy to watch for Auburn fans. Absolutely. Absolutely. And maybe I know we'll talk about this a little later. Maybe it'll be a, a little package deal from, from North Texas. So I've always thought North Texas could be a good farm team for us. Oh yeah. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> if you can get the Ming Green, if you can get anyone from the Ming Green, you're doing good. Yeah, sure. Right. That's what I've always thought. <laughs> no, like always I like talking. I like this part of this this part of the portal. Like you got guys that have performed at a high level at a lower conference. Talented players. I'm with you. Yes, I think it's great. Yes, but I, but I mean like leveling up. Like he's he wants to go play on a bigger stage. That's that's the part I really like. I really like about the portal. He's gonna he's gonna transfer here and be Larry Nixon the fourth. Is what you're saying? <laughs> yes. Yes. Clone himself.
That's right. All right. Hugh Freeze spoke to media last week, Charlie Five, and he kind of gave a little bit of a wish list. And I want to talk about why this is important in just a moment, right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Built. If you're looking for a delicious snack and you don't want all the sugar and calories, because why would you want those things? You need to try the best tasting protein bar ever, Built. You got to try. They have Built bars. They have Built puffs. I like the puffs more because I like marshmallows. They're delicious. But all of these bars are covered 100% in delicious, decadent chocolate. 100% real, delicious, decadent chocolate with all kinds of different flavors. Cookies and cream, churro, peanut butter brownie. Mm. And you used to have to go to Built.com to order them. And you still can do that. And use promo code LOCKEDON15, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-1-5 for 15% off your order. Or you can go to Walmart or your local Sam's Club if you're a member of the club and several elite other club. local grocery stores. It is an elite club. Um, good for you if you uh, have the status to hang out with Sam. Very, very cool stuff. So head over to Built.com or your local grocery store to check out our friends at Built. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. You get one ton of Built Bars at Sam's Club. One whole ton of them. One ton. One ton. (laughs) Delicious decadent chocolate. So much decadence. Yes. So when you look at... What Hugh Freeze said to the media last week at the Regions Golf Tournament. He was asked about the portal, and he like hasn't been shy about it, right? I think we're all thinking about the fact he's like, maybe a quarterback we want to enter the portal in a few days. And of course tomorrow. And then <laughs> it's like, hey, you, you I was like, like, oh, he talked about this yesterday. <laughs> like he, keep he it wasn't a secret. Oh. Keep it a secret, bro. Yeah, it's like he wasn't. It's like okay, he like maybe hide it a little bit more, yeah. but okay, whatever. Like you're not breaking any rules. In like, coming, maybe in the coming days, not like literally tomorrow, and then it happens yeah. with the kid from Nebraska, like Casey yeah. Thompson. Yeah, it's like maybe there may be a guy that either Friday or maybe even Sunday afternoon. I don't know. It's like <laughs> what Sunday and then Monday morning. morning rolls around. He's like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, when he talks about this, he's been like maybe a little too honest, which is great. And so he's like, I would like a receiver or maybe two, a linebacker, which we think will be Larry Nixon, the third. And then he also mentioned possibly a safety and, and an edge rusher. So we've talked about the linebacker situation with Larry Nixon, the third. So we'll, we'll, we'll kind of scoot that to the side and we'll come to the receivers in a second because we've talked about them the most. But the safety situation is interesting because that's a position group that we've all been told about to kind of keep an eye out for ever since the second portal window opened. And every time a solid safety enters, like the kid from Louisiana a week or so ago, it's like, check out this guy. It doesn't ever really seem like Auburn's pursuing any of these safeties that kind of pass the eye test and have a decent resume. So I don't know if safety is a thing. But the fact that Hugh Freeze said it, it's like, okay, we're not making this up. Like, we're yeah. not making up the fact that, like, a safety would make sense here. Oh, you got to write it down. Because, I mean, he's 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 definitely showing his cards. Like, he's dipping his hand. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, like, it seems like everyone is – it's sort of – that's popped in. It's sort of 
materialize a little bit and then just completely faded away. Like the Louisiana, the Louisiana kid, he popped up. Oh, this is like, this has got to be it. This has got to be the one. Um, and then it just kind of faded. And, and I don't necessarily think one thing I've learned uh, a lot as, as the portal has grown is like not every person that enters the portal is a target. Like it's just, just not like it from sure. the timing, there's just no way they can know everybody that's going to go in and, and have had time to, to, you know, scout everybody gotcha. that's gone in. Yeah. So we, we jump on it. And so that makes us think, Oh, we're, we're, we missed out on him or, or, or whatever, you know? And, and the fact is whoever it is as that's entered, it just may not be because we haven't pursued anybody. I don't even think anyone's visited. I don't even think we've had a, a safety visit that that's of note that I can, I can remember. So if, if they you know, did, they kept it, on the DL. Yeah. yeah. So either we're just not going to add one, which I don't think is the end of the world, or there's, you know, somebody in the works that is in the portal that we don't know about, or there could be a grad transfer that does yeah. not necessarily have to be in the portal. Uh, so it's just, uh, I mean, just it's, it's a total wait and see on that. I mean, but you can't just write it off and say, oh, he was just, you know, spouting it off because he's just about told us. <laughs> Every position we're going to yeah, add. Yeah, it's before. like, well, who are all these guys? When are they coming? Yeah. You? When, when are they yeah. going to be here? So that was uh, last Wednesday. That was last Wednesday. He said linebacker, yeah. and then we have the linebacker. Hopefully, that we land today that that's committing. Um, you got two receivers. You already have Caleb Burton. Now, I think I think that's interesting because he said two after this was after Caleb Burton after committed. Caleb yeah. Burton had committed. So we're looking to add at least you know one to two more you know on top top of that. And um, who do you, you think know, the I, receivers are? You think Shorter is uh, one of them? Shorter, North Texas shorter, is farm team? Shorter's probably a safe bet since we have the Mean Green Farm Team. I just right. made that up just now. I love that. Um, put it on a T-shirt. So, put it on a T-shirt. Uh, Jalen Short, uh, uh, Jair Shorter, is that how you say his name? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, deep threat. We've, we've talked about him. Deep threat. He had like 23 catches and 11 of them were touchdowns last year. I mean, something that we haven't really had. And then I think a name to probably were, uh, watch um, – I'm trying his his first name uh is escaping me, but um his his last name's Hooks from Jackson State. Jackson um, State. Mm -hmm. It's uh Shane Hooks from Jackson State. He's 6'5, 200. He was committed to Ole Miss at one time. Um, I think he either he either backed off or they had a mutual sort of parting of ways. Um six, so five, with Dion. Yeah, he did not follow Dion to to Colorado. Mm -hmm. Uh I think he's Probably a little bit better than uh, that level of competition. Um, six, uh, 64 catches, 750 yards, 10 touchdowns. I don't know. Could be one to watch. Some take that in a heartbeat. Yeah, uh, not going to be, you know, not going to be somebody that's just going to burn, you know, burn the burn dudes deep and and th stuff like that. Probably a Nick. bigger possession receiver, but great Nick catch radius. Yeah, um, back shoulder guy. I mean, he's unbelievable ball skills. So. Um, I think those two might be um, the ones to watch. I'm not so sure that the kid from Colorado, I think it's it's a big ask for a kid from like, um, is it Inglewood, somewhere in California to come all the way to Auburn, Alabama when schools like Cal or or Arizona or Arizona State ha have opportunities to, to play and kind of stay, stay closer to home. So one or two of those guys or maybe somebody that, you know, that may be trying to keep under wraps a little bit. I don't know who that would be, but um, – They've been, they've been doing that so, and yeah. doing it well. I can't wait to see all of these guys that joined this late in the process, 
how quickly like can a wide receiver pick up this offense and be installed into all of it? Yeah. Because because I mean, there's not a guy like maybe shorter, maybe that there's not a guy though in this window that's like just so much more talented than the guys already on the roster. Like there's guys that may right. have more experience than sure. some of the guys on the roster, but you know, is Jair shorter like so much better than Javaris Johnson? I don't I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. He's done it. Right. You know, at a lower level of competition. So we'll see. But, you know, is, is he a guaranteed starter type situation? I, I don't, I genuinely don't know the answer to that. I, that that's going to be a fun part of this process that we're all going to get to learn and see together. And on top of that is so today is May 16th. I think classes start tomorrow. Um, and I, I believe I've seen where that receivers were reporting early um, or, or were, at, you know, asked to kind of report early that way you could go ahead and start working with Peyton Thorne and the quarterbacks mm-hmm. to to be throwing and building that chemistry so if you're not here pretty quickly you're looking at the second mini semester, which is the second half of June like how hard I mean how hard is it going to be in that short period of time to be able to to build it up so something's got to happen pretty quick so I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if some fireworks don't start popping off uh, over the next couple of days do you ever take a mini semester? Yes. Over the summer at Auburn, it awful, was terrible, worst. It's, it's like the worst. Life. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be great. I'm just gonna get it over with. No, that month and a half just drags on and on and on. It's brutal. No, I took all 20 the kids hours starting classes. Summer. I took 20, 20 hours, hours once. Yeah, in I did summer. 12 once, and I, I I hated it. I hated it. Was it. Like I, eight, it was to graduate, was, but good. It was eight gracious. to eight. It was like eight to eight for a whole summer. It was awful. Yeah, that's tough. It's tough. Okay. Uh, the last item on Hugh Freeze's wish list, and also uh, how can McLeod impact this pass rush in 2023? All that and more coming up right here on Locked On Auburn. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. I want to encourage you to join the Locked on Auburn Discord. It is free. All you have to do is click the link in the episode description down below. The last item was another pass rusher. Charlie five that Jack linebacker position. They've already added Jalen McLeod, which we'll talk about in a minute. Is there another guy that you could think, okay, this would make sense. Ukwu, his name yeah. has been kind of big. And then we heard that like, okay, maybe, maybe, uh, you know, it's not. And then his name's kind of reemerged. What's the latest you've heard with him? Yeah, I think it, there was a, the common thread with him was, was probably leaning towards Ole Miss. And then I don't know, something's happened recently. They're out of it. And it seems like it's sort of like an Auburn Missouri battle, but maybe the depth chart at Missouri looks a little bit better than Auburn. I think this one's going to be a battle to, to the end. Um, I'm not sure that it's, it's so much of, uh, I think he's, this is a business decision for him. So how, what's, where can I go? I got one year to just really ball out. Um, He's a stud. Uh, I would think he would be able to find the field, but you got now you got McLeod and you got Falk, who is t- who's ripping people's heads off uh, t- to compete with. I don't really know what the uh, what the um, depth chart is uh, at Missouri, but maybe 
we'll ju- we'll have to see how that plays out. But I cl- I definitely think that's who Hughes talking about um, when he says I do too. when he's I do talking too. about adding one more edge. So that would be one that would probably di- be disappointing uh, if if he were to choose Missouri. I think I think we're gonna see Falk more at defensive end than Jack now. Actually, I think you can put him at either. Whatever this, whatever the, whatever the formation or, or yeah. the whatever it calls for, um, and especially now with you, when you add McLeod uh, as a specialist uh, pass rusher, uh, I, I'm with you. I think he, I, I, he could play, he could play both. But I, yeah, I'm, the I'm idea of keeping McLeod in at Jack, Keldrick at defensive end, you slide Marcus Harris in to play the three technique in a pass rushing situation. Yes, that gets me feeling a certain way. Oh yeah. Just, For sure. just, be, just being honest with you. Just totally. being honest with you. Um, how many sacks can McLeod get in 2023? That was like the last question Hugh Freeze was asked last week was about, you yeah. know, how how can McLeod, you know, how big of an impact can he have? And he thinks he's an elite pass rusher, essentially, is yeah. what he said, which I think that's his role. I don't think with his size you can ask him to do anything other than rush the passer. Exactly. And I'm actually, it's like you almost knew what I was going to say. So I'm so glad you said, you said this, talked about size. Cause I've, I've heard this, he's too small to play Jack, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I just was curious. I went to look at the stat leaders in the NFL. Do you know the number two, number two in sacks in the NFL is a little quiz. Matt Judon. Last year it was Hassan Reddick. Okay. Oh. Uh, Hassan Reddick, you know what size he is? No. 6'1", 230 for the Philadelphia Eagles. Hassan you know Reddick's also like a middle linebacker, isn't he? He may be. Uh, he's a, He is listed as a linebacker. Mm-hmm. but I That mean, could mean middle, anything, though. Yeah. That could mean anything. I say all that to say that size, uh, you can get if you can get to the quarterback – you can you can get to the quarterback. You don't necessarily have to be 6'5", 250, 260. Um, McLeod has elite speed uh, at that size. I, I I really think this could be a dimension of uh, a dimension of pass rush that we have not really had. Maybe D Ford was a was a speed guy off the edge, um, but even he, I mean, I know he went first round and and everything, but this guy could be like. I'm not saying he could be a first round guy, but this is like a speed element that I that I can't rem- really remember. His uh, first step's great, long. you know, yeah. but that's kind of it. Like I think that's kind of his his tool belt, and so I mean that's enough to some that extent. May, I don't know that that's I don't know that we really want much more. You know what I mean? I, I mean, think you that's, want hands. I mean, you know, I, I'd like him to use his hands a little bit more, but you know, maybe maybe that can be coached into him over the summer, sure, right? You know, sure. we'll. We'll see. I mean, that was kind of – I went on lockdown Seahawks, and they were like, what's Derek Hall like gotten better at at Auburn? And it was like his hands, probably. So um, may, maybe that can happen with McLeod as well. And I've seen a couple people compare him, since he's a smaller guy, to Jeff Holland. And yeah. Jeff Holland weighed 255 when he was here. And he, was su- he had super long – like he was super long, even though he was yeah, – like he was only he, like 6'2 or 6'3". He was super long, like super long arms and, and whatnot. Yeah, and so. I mean, he looked tiny, but like he was 255. I don't know if he wore like smaller pads or something. I have no clue. But it's like that yeah. guy doesn't look 250, but he, he was. So um, so it's a little different. But I, all in all, like 
I think you can play him in passing downs, which is great. That's that's literally all we needed him for. Like, because I feel good about like the actual defensive line. It's the it's the pass rush. I mean, I and, said that consistently, and I still am like, I think that's the weakness of this team right now on defense is, is the pass rush. I feel better about the linebacker situation working itself out because I think the talent's on the roster. The pass rushing situation across 12 games is still my biggest concern on defense. Exactly, exactly. And as, as things continue to evolve and the, the more teams you play that sort of spread out and throw it, you know, 35 yep. times a game. Like, you got to have somebody that can get back there and get after people uh, so that you're able to, you know, create big plays and and, and sacks or, or force quick throws and things like mm-hmm. that. And I, I just I'm, – I'm excited about the dimension of, of his game that I just don't feel like we've had uh, in a very long time. Charlie Five, how can people find you, hear you, love you, experience you? Absolutely. Find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five on the Locked On Auburn Discord every single day. Um, in uh, the Auburn Live, AU Live, the corner message board, or weekly on the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Follow me on socials at Z Blacker. You find all my written work at auburndaily.com and bravestoday.com. And we'll see you tomorrow. This has been Locked On Auburn. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.